From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey and Charleston, South Carolina, this is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for Week 6 of the National Football League um, 2020. I'm Jeremy Schilling, Luke Morrow's with us, and the only thing worse than our football teams, I believe, is the way that iOS 14.0.1 reacted to your phone, Luke. Evidently. Uh, so I'm glad I'm uh, finally able to get it to, to work and get on the phone, because for some reason, you know, I know I'm all about the texting these days, but sometimes I do have to make phone calls. Um, we were... Uh, this is about the sixth minute that, that we've attempted this show, and I don't know how long this show is going to go for today because I don't know how long Luke's phone connection is going to last. <laughs> we'll all find out together. Yes, yeah, so not only are we live producing the show like we normally do, we are also live technically producing the show. Because um, I pressed record, and we're going to be going until we can't go any further. Um Speaking of our two football teams, you get to watch the 0-5 Falcons versus the 1-4 Vikings. Um, is there any reason for any human beings besides Viking and Falcon fans to watch this game? Probably not. I mean, you know, on paper, it could be, a, if you like offense, theoretically, there should be uh, some good offense in this game, but the Falcons... This is Matt Ryan's worst stretch since his rookie season. Uh, the Falcons' offense has been terrible. Now, they made their coaching change, but, you know, Dan Quinn had nothing to do with the offense, uh, so I don't know if much is going to change on that side of football without Dan Quinn. Uh, maybe he was involved. Maybe he was what was holding him back. We'll see. Julio Jones comes back today for the Falcons. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these are two teams combined with, with one, one win. Uh, I think, maybe I'm just biased, even though they both have bad records, I think there is a big difference between the Vikings and the Falcons, and at least the way they've played this year. The Vikings have had a really tough schedule. They've nearly won a couple of these games. Uh, the Falcons have just been pretty poor. Um, and so the Vikings should win at home. Teams, after firing their coaches, I think they're like 3-8 and eight the next game in the last five years, something like that. So it, it doesn't have that immediate bounce back that we probably believe it does. So the Vikings should win today. Uh, will they? I don't know. And in regard to your original question, if you're not a Falcons or Vikings fan, should you watch this game? No, probably not. Um, didn't I see somewhere that uh, the owner of, of the Falcons, uh, Rich McKay, um, no, um, sorry, Arthur Blank, didn't commit to Matt Ryan as the future quarterback? It sure seems like Matt Ryan is like so three years ago by now. Yeah, and it's it's funny how it's happened. I mean, because it's really been pretty quick. He had a good season last year, and then you know we're so concerned about like say, maybe Aaron Rodgers with all of a sudden the decline, uh, even Tom Brady, and suddenly like Drew Brees hasn't been very good this year, and, and that's been a surprise to many, I'm sure. And also Matt Ryan quietly like you know he's only 35, but he just doesn't seem the same this year as years past. The arm strength isn't there. And he certainly was never much of a mobile quarterback. And uh, he hasn't played very well. And I think the Falcons, you know, Matt, they can get out of that contract after the next season. So I think this is the final 32-game stretch for Matt Ryan and his career in Atlanta. And the way things are going, Falcons probably will be in a position to draft a quarterback in this upcoming draft. And maybe, you know, that will be the start of the end for Matt Ryan. So I think they're in the process here of moving on from him. Uh, Jets Dolphins 405 CBS if you have a 1 p.m. Uh, home game on Fox this is the game you're getting on CBS and I am so sorry that you have to get this game 
Um, for those who did not listen to my weekly golf spot on the, on the Morrow Midday Show, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on ESPN Radio Charleston, 98.9 FM, and streaming on the charlestonsportsnetwork.com. Um, and that's charlestonsportsnetwork.com, not the charlestonsportsnetwork.com. Ask me the question you asked me on radio because um, I think that's the, that's the best way to get into this game. I have to remember. What was it? Uh, were you surprised that Adam Gates outlasted Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, and and I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked that the Jets cut Le'Veon Bell. That that actually got to this point. Clearly, he was um, holding down the team in the locker room. Clearly, he was not the right fit for that locker room. He wanted out. We'll get to Le'Veon Bell's future in a second here. But I am shocked that Adam Gase has lasted this long. But I'm more shocked that Greg Williams has lasted this long. Um, The lack of discipline on this defense has been appalling. Just absolutely appalling. And what is so shocking to me, Luke, is that this Jets team, even with Joe Flacco at quarterback, even with a banged-up um playmaking squad that is very close to getting back Brashad Perriman, which is going to be very helpful for Sam Darnold when he comes back from his shoulder sprain. Um, what is so shocking to me is how they can't get rudimentary things right. Um, and that's the biggest thing that I can say against Adam Gase, which is that he is just a better coordinator than he is a coach. And Greg Williams, I don't know what's happened to him. Because this team should be better than they are discipline-wise and game management-wise and coaching-wise and challenge-wise and all these different things. Um, It's been really shocking to see this decline. And once again, Braden Mann, the Jets punter, is going to be the team MVP this year. And you look at their schedule. I don't know when they get this win, but I think the Dolphins thumped them today just because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, this is what happens to the Jets. People don't believe in this mystique, this mythical thing. I don't believe the Dolphins are very good, but I believe that just because he's facing his old team, he will throw it in our face. Because guess what? That's what opponents and past people do to the Jets. They throw it back in their face. We've seen this time and time again in history. And I believe this is a thumping, thumping of the um, Jets today by the Dolphins. And that line of eight and a half, take it. Uh, because this is going to be more like the Clemson 73-7 to line in the end. This is going to be a blowout of epic proportions. That's going to lead to a lot of questions for Joe Douglas. Wow. All I'll say about this, a couple of things that really don't have to do with the game itself. <laughs> that line. I don't know if this was, and this may be the first time that a team was an eight and a half point underdog and the next week an eight and a half point favorite, as the Dolphins are. It's also the first time they've been favored, I believe, favored at all in Brian Flores' tenure. Uh, and as he touched on in the very beginning, uh, what's going on with this NFL schedule? I mean, we got, uh, you know, I want to watch some football all day, and all we have in the 430 window is Packers Buccaneers. That's a great game. And then the Jets Dolphins. Brutal. You're giving me one game to watch. It's a 4.30 uh, window. I don't like it. Uh, you know, i got to waste the TV screen on the stupid Jets Dolphins game. I want more football during that window. 
This is called a 9-2 split or a 8-2 split, depending on how many people have bye weeks, as Scott Hansen likes to call it. This is a couple times a year. There's a marquee 425 game that the network really wants to have and take it nationally. It's a big deal for Fox. It'll lead in the game seven of, 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 of the NLCS tonight on Fox. Joe Buck goes from Arlington to Tampa to call this game. Uh, Joe Davis slides in for Joe Buck alongside John Smoltz tonight. So this is what you're looking at is a marquee, marquee. We wanted this game. We begged for this game if you're Fox. And that's what they get. And thus the NFL leads us with a stinker just to have another game in that window um, as Jets Dolphins. That's the science behind it, according to Mike Mulvihill of Fox Sports, who's the executive vice president of strategy, along with a bunch of other things for Fox. You let into it. Packers, Bucks. For me, I I really, I, I I'm not convinced that I I I think. Remember uh, when LeBron went to Miami and there was that one year of of you know just trying to field themselves out, and then he went back to Cleveland, and I believe there was one year before they got back to the finals or or won the finals. There was that one year of figuring things out. I think it was the J.R. Smith, "What are you doing here?" If I'm not mistaken. Um, I think this is what's happening with Brady in Tampa. I think this is going to be, this is not their year. And I think the Packers, with uh, Devontae Adams back today, is going to reinsert, uh, uh, re, reassert themselves as one of the top echelon teams in the National Football League. I'm very hot takey this morning, Luke. What's that? I'm very hot takey. Oh, hey, I like it. Um... It's the way of the world. Um, I do agree. Uh, you know, I think the Buccaneers, we've seen from Tom Brady, even in New England, that oftentimes it takes October for them to get going. It usually takes a little while to gel. Now this year, you know, we know we know the storyline. Uh, not a normal offseason. He's with a new team, new offense, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I think it's Tampa Bay team, though, on paper. They've also had a bunch of injuries. Uh, I think they are one of the more talented teams. My biggest concern is Bruce Arians and just the lack of discipline. We saw that Thursday night in primetime. I guess the Bears with the number of penalties they have, and that's something I'm sure Brady isn't used to in New England. Also, you know, the offensive line isn't as good. You don't have Dante Skarnick yet. He's yelling at his offensive line, which we've seen before, but it's going to be a bigger issue here in Tampa. Um, I just, I, I actually like the Buccaneers today. I think they need the victory more for obvious reasons. The uh, Packers are undefeated. Uh, I think the Packers, they're a good team, but I do think they're... Uh, I, I don't know if I would say they're the best team in the league, uh, despite their record. And for the Buccaneers, you know, for Tom Brady, he's had extra time to get ready for this game. And the last memory of Tom Brady was on national TV, one of the bigger embarrassments for him in a long time, where he was yelling at the offensive line, which, which for some reason turned into a story. And then, But number two, forgetting the downs, which Brady and Bruce Aaron can say whatever they want. He forgot what down it was. And he's had to hear about it now for a week and a half. Uh, I think it was Aaron Jones of the Packers on a podcast this week when asked, you know, who's the better quarterback? He said, well, at least ours can remember the down. So, you know, Brady, uh, that guy doesn't need a chip on his shoulder. I think he comes out and, and plays well today because of everything going on the last days. He's had to hear about it. I think the Buccaneers going at home against the Packers. Um, on a special edition of Thursday Night Football tomorrow, that's Monday at 5 Eastern on Fox, Amazon, uh, Prime Video and the NFL Network, we have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills, a battle of four and one teams. 
this game and another game, uh, which we'll get to momentarily, are my two uh, best games of, of the week. What I'm very curious about, Le'Veon Bell can't play this week because of um, uh, COVID protocols, but I'm very curious to see how Le'Veon Bell fits into this offense because I don't think he's going to get the touches that, that he would have otherwise. And the Jets faced the Chiefs in two weeks, and we'll dive into this more then. I think the Bills would have been a better fit for, for him. I think Kansas City is the better team versus the Bills. But this is so odd, having to do this on a Monday night, flying, or sorry, Monday afternoon, flying across the country, um, and trying to pull this off. And then, you know, they're playing on a super short week, the Bills are. Um, I think the Bills come out spirited. I think the Chiefs win this game late, but I, I really think the Bills give this a better run than they did mon uh, Tuesday night when they were just obliterated by Tennessee. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the Bills, as you said, are on a short week. Teams this year on short weeks have, have they're under 500 teams that have played on Monday Night Football and then followed up you know, on a regular Sunday following, which is, we, we call it a short week. It's really only a day, but that's a big difference and similar idea here with the Bills who played on Tuesday and now coming back on, on Monday. It's a shorter than normal week. And uh, so those teams have struggled on the shorter weeks this year. And for the Chiefs, they're coming off that loss against the Raiders, and it's similar to my thought process with Tom Brady. The story is that after the Raiders won that game, John Gruden and the Raiders buses took victory laps around the stadium to celebrate, remember it, and maybe even to rub it in a little bit to Kansas City. So the Chiefs, they were leading in that game. They lost their rival, first loss to Oakland in a number of years. John Gruden's doing victory laps. You know, I think the Chiefs were slightly embarrassed in that game. It was one they let slip away. I think they kind of took their foot off the gas. Uh, so I think they come out hungry. Uh, while it's been a shorter week for the Bills, it's been a little bit longer for the Chiefs to get ready for this game. So I think the Chiefs come out and play, uh, you know, like inspired football. And I think they handle the Bills. And the story and the takeaway will be Buffalo. We'll see them lose back-to-back -back weeks of prime time. And people will be questioning how legit they are. But I do think the Chiefs win this game on the road. Browns, Steelers, Big, 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 big game for Baker Mayfield to prove if he's for real going into Heinz Field. There will be fans at this game, 5,000 according to Tracy Wolfson. I like Pittsburgh in this game. I think this is a wake-up call for a Cleveland team that is real but not quite ready for the spotlight yet. I agree with you on this. Uh, Pittsburgh favored by three is maybe my favorite part of the day. I think the Steelers win at home. Cleveland's been a good story. They've been a good team. Uh, I don't think they're ready yet for this big game. I mean, this is essentially, I know the Ravens are right there too, but this is essentially a game for first place in the AFC board. And uh, the Steelers have played really well uh, this season. They're undefeated for a reason. The big thing for me, though, is that the Steelers almost quietly have a top five defense since the start of last season, and they're really good against the run. And we know the Browns have the best rushing attack this year. So if the Steelers are able to slow down that rushing attack of Cleveland, we have not seen Baker Mayfield this year You know, have to put the game into his hands. Uh, and his quarter, his, look at his numbers. He's been very bad in the fourth quarter. Uh, it gets worse in the fourth quarter in a big moment. So I think today, Baker's going to have to make some plays. The Steelers will do a good enough job slowing down the Browns' rushing attack. And I don't think Baker, despite their 4-1 record and you know the team's playing well, I don't think he's been that great, and I don't think he'll be able to make those plays today against Pittsburgh, and the Steelers will win at home. It's just one of those games, like you said, I mean, the Browns, 
this is their longest winning streak in you know the 12 years if they win today it'll be the longest winning streak in 26 years i'm just not ready to think that this is a new cleveland team they're good they're better but i don't think they're you know one of the best teams in the afc right now i just don't trust baker and cleveland like that yet um Oh, and um, I, I had forgot my point, and then I remembered it, which is this is also going to be one of those games where you find out if somebody like Odell Beckham um, is for real, because this is the game where, where Landry and Odell need to step up <clears throat> and be Baker's great playmakers, and can they show up when the spotlights are the brightest. So it's something else I'm looking forward to this week. Luke, we're getting the end of our radio program. And somehow we've reached the end of our radio program, which <laughs> holding on for dear life technologically. Um, your game of the day or week or whatever happens in the National Football League. There are a few good ones, but I got to go Packers Buccaneers today. I'm going with the Chiefs and the Bills tomorrow afternoon on a special edition of Thursday Night Football. Aren't you looking forward to that branding? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, your sleeper game? Um, I'll say... I'll say the other game tomorrow. The Cardinals-Cowboys. Uh, you know, Andy Dalton. I think that's an intriguing game. Two teams in the playoff race with good offenses. Uh, looking forward to that one as well. Ravens-Eagles. This is a trap game for the Ravens. Um... Guess what the Ravens are next week? Where? They're on a bye. Ah. So, I, I think that's an interesting game. Carson Wentz playing for his future, uh, potentially. And the Ravens trying to not have a letdown game. There are a lot of games to watch golf during um, today. I'm going to pick your game, obviously. Wow. Um, just, just to rub it in. Uh, <laughs> What are you going to pick out of the 86 options on today's slate? You know what? I'll pick the high road, and I won't return the favor with your Jets. Instead, I'll say Washington and the Giants. That game's brutal. You, you, you can't do that, Luke. You have to say the Washington football team and the Giants, or the football, sorry, the, the Washington football team versus the New York Giants, Washington versus New York, or football team versus Giants. All right, Giants versus football team. Hey, hey, anytime the Giants play a football team this year, I'd rather watch golf. So it doesn't matter. Uh, that's the game for that. There you go. And finally, the question you never prep for, the person or player you're watching today. Yeah, and I continue the trend. But I'm going to circle back to something I said earlier and take Baker Mayfield for the reasons that I laid out earlier. Big game, on the road, good defense. You're going to make, have to make some plays today most likely to win this game. And Baker, despite the record, even some of his numbers, I don't think still has been very good this year. I think it's a camouflage. Uh, so I'm curious to see how he does in what may be the biggest game of his career. Joe Buck, he is going, starting today, Tampa, Buffalo, Arlington, Arlington, Philly, back to Arlington, calling games every day this week. Yeah, that's an incredibly tough stretch, but I also would trade spots with him uh, any moment. I'm envious, so, but uh, looking forward to hearing plenty of luck this week. 
helps that you're with partners you've been with for a long time. 19 years for sure. him in Troy, a whole bunch for him in John Small, too. He said is the easiest baseball analyst he's ever worked with. So, um, yeah, well, he and Tim were so close, but it was, you know, Tim had a unique personality. Him and John just, Joe tees it up and John just takes it wherever John wants and, and, and goes and then lets Joe do his thing. So it's a very easy relationship, um, which uh, Joe has found very helpful in this crazy schedule he's on. So anyway, enjoy your football weekend, Luke. Oh, I appreciate it. Likewise. And enjoy. Thank you. And enjoy your football weekend, everybody, or baseball weekend or golf weekend or whatever you're up to. Yeah.